0: Hey, Adam. Yeah. Um, I've got some problems. I have some solutions. What do you got? Well, I don't want your solutions because that would imply that I'm going to still go through with my problems. I want you to prevent the problems from even happening. Then stay tuned. Ooh, I like it. I'm Adam menace And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Music, advice, and inspiration, and a little bit of introspection, perhaps. on take of, one. A little bit of inner urge, a little bit of uh, inception. Ooh, I'm just nice. thinking of
1: I words that we can throw right. in. Icarus. A Ica- yeah, little bit of... Acrosses? I don't know. I'm just making it up now. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. So I love you. That starts with that I. Oh, Great thanks, team. bud. Uh, we're talking we're about how to, to prevent too. problems with your playing before they happen, right? So yep. I think this is a really um, valuable topic to talk about because, and what we're talking about today is wisdom, essentially, right. right? And wisdom is something that is hard to teach. So we can't we can't tell you what specific problems to look out for and then... You know, make sure that you look out for these problems before they happen. That's not how this works. What are we going
0: to do? You're not going to. They're never going to get to the problems. They're going to listen to us. They're going to prevent them before they even rear their ugly head. Well, we're going to help. We guarantee it. No, we can't guarantee anything. Come on, man. (laughs) You can't trust these people.
1: (laughs) No, what we want to do is give you hopefully some tools to just some thought tools to like really make you take stock of where you are and help you learn from some mistakes as fast as possible. That's right. So.
0: Um, let's first, can we talk about, um, practicing? Because like what I like to consider smart well, practice. Should we talk about the game first or practice? <laughs> I'm talking about practice. We're not talking about the game? No, we're talking about practice, okay. Alan Iverson. Look it up, youngins, YouTube. Um, no. So we're going to talk about a concept that I like to call smart practice. Probably not just me. Did I you don't just th- I didn't copyright think I, this? I didn't, smart practice? Well, I mean, I know it's, it's been talked about before, but it I sounds think. Sounds like an the, iPhone app. I know, I know. <laughs> it should be. So it's the idea is that if we can adopt some kind of overall um, techniques within the smart practice realm, that they can actually, if we stay consistent and we keep them simple enough, like we can't make this become this complex thing that we never adhere to or that we forget or we fall off the wagon or whatever. But if we have it sort of based upon, you know, sound and sensible principles, within that smart practice realm it can keep a myriad of problems that can potentially come up both known to us and unknown that's when it can really be great is like oh i knew this was going to keep me from having that problem but i didn't realize it was going to keep me from having so many other problems because i never got to them and i never had to know them. that's what we hope for the dear listener and for us yeah is that uh it can it can prevent problems that we don't even know about so What is smart practice? I'll throw out a couple concepts. Maybe you throw out a couple. We'll see if we can come to a nice kind of consensus about what that encapsulates exactly. The first thing is go slow Mm. with everything. So this is everything from physically going slow as you're learning something to mentally going slow as you're getting into a new area. Take your time. Take a breath. This is a marathon. This is not a sprint. Totally. And so there's so many problems that can come Up, Even like things like, say, if you rush through learning something and you don't learn it completely, there's going to be a hole in your playing later on, maybe years down the road. That's a problem. We're trying to prevent those problems, not just carpal tunnel syndrome, of course. We're going to hopefully, you know, physical problems are are some of the worst. But those are also some of the most obvious. There's people that have problems with their playing that never even realize they have it because... They don't even know it, yeah. They weren't consistent with that foundational practice. So I think smart practice, the number one concept, I'm so you know, indebted to the teachers I had, and especially my dad, he taught this to me in a a number of different ways and never described it like this, but it was always like, the general principle was like, if you have a choice of the next Beethoven sonata you're going to do, do the one that's easier and really nail it. Like really play it well, really get everything out of it as opposed to playing like the stretch one, Keep you know? it simple, keep it simple, stupid. Right yeah. now I know this does go against some of our stretch rest concepts. So we'll, we'll try to, we'll, tr- we'll, we'll try to get an alignment <coughs> on that as well. But I think not there necessarily
1: is... cause you could stretch in any context. You can stretch with a right. C major scale.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's the idea is like, in fact, if you're doing things that are a little bit easier, that are a little bit, um, simpler, that a, a little bit more in your grasp, you're actually going to be able to stretch at all the... Because the, look, the, the point is not to learn the hardest Beethoven sonata out of the 32. And first of all, that's ridiculous, which is the hardest. But the point is to be able to learn to be a great musician, to express yourself, to learn piano technique, You know, a number of different things. And if you're playing something that's more within your grasp, that's more within your wheelhouse, you're going to have the ability to you know really solidify and to isolate and and simplify and isolate a number of those different areas than if you're constantly having to stretch to something that's technically barely within your grasp yeah that's great man
1: yeah so one thing i'll add with this for smart practice is to practice in all 12 keys
0: i think this Doesn't is getting smarter than that come on man it's can an, i get an amen
1: this is an easy way to up your practice game and i know it seems so obvious because it's what everybody says but it's what everybody says for a not reason Not everybody says it though actually actually not it seems at like it. It, they they should. Should, everyone should say it but this is another thing of like again a major scale right
0: easy yeah yeah uh oh, man i wish i could hear what you're playing <laughs> it's nothing good they can hear it our keyboards kind of crapped out but yeah it's okay it's probably the, like, just 7,000 wattage of lights and other electricity we have going through one extension cord in, in this pod suite. No, it's probably me. <laughs> no, uh, but but so, so practicing in all keys.
1: So yeah. even, like, something like a major scale, right? Easy in C, easy in F, easy in G, but if you're not familiar with it in G flat or B or D flat or whatever it is then you have some easy things to practice, right? Yeah. This is like something that is easy work because you know that you need to have this on all 12 keys, but this is also very preventative. Yeah. So even if you're learning a standard, if you say, okay, I'm going to learn it in this original key, and it doesn't even have to be all 12 keys, but maybe we start with three keys. Yeah, That is preventing you being hung out to dry in the key of B flat on certain yes. things. It's like it's you're, you're really doing your future self a favor by practicing in all 12 keys. I mean, honestly... There's no getting around it. No great player doesn't play
0: in all 12 keys or can't play in all 12 keys. So just get to it. So let's talk about some other problems that that prevents, practicing in all uh, keys. Um, This keeps you... I mean, yeah, absolutely what you're saying, the benefits of that, and then the problem of not getting hung out to dry, but also it... um, and the reason I would say it's under the smart practice banner is because smart practice stuff benefits you in a number of ways at the same time. Like yeah. that's smart. I mean, and that's, what's going to keep you from getting overwhelmed. You find these techniques that push the faders up of all of your skills at the same time. That's the only way to ever make progress. At yeah. But the problem of, being stuck in things that feel good as opposed to what you're hearing and what sounds good that there's no quicker and easier way to get out of that way that that problematic way of improvising than practicing in a number of different keys because it gets you out of thinking about and hearing a tune in just one way that's right because We're going to start to go, like it's human nature and it's part of the tactile connection that we have with our instruments no matter what we play, to play things that feel good. Now... Like physically feel good. Yeah. You know, that's why a lot of trumpet players, no matter what style they play, they pick up their trumpet. I can't play it, but they, no. you know, concert yeah, B yeah, flat yeah. down to the, cause it just feels good. The fingerings, you know, so you can just blow and do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so there's nothing wrong with that. That's a great thing. In fact, when what we want to do is to find those things that feel and sound great together, because that's where often like sort of obvious technical proficiency and mastery intersect and you talk about somebody like charlie parker where people like oh my god he can play like he really knew how to play in every key and he knew what felt good and he knew what sounded good and he had a lot of choices and could connect all those so getting into a problem where you're playing contrived things and you can only have a limited repertoire practicing in different keys helps you so much so even if you let's say you learn bye bye blackbird yeah and you learn it in all keys and that's a pretty simple tune i'd recommend that one before you do you know all the things you are or something that is a little more challenging. But so we're number one, the first one I was saying, you're staying in your wheelhouse, simple isolated practice, but you learn that in all 12 keys. You may never play that in any key, but F yeah, but your the benefits to how you hear and interact with that tune and your ability to be creative with that is so enhanced that it keeps you from the problem of being a contrived, bland, b-minus kind of player, absolutely even though even so it's not just about oh i can play in all keys no you can play better in the in the
1: one key that's right uh the next tip that we'll give uh and this is really such a an important step for preventing a lot of bad habits to be formed is if you get to a point in your practice when you are unfocused like you have some goals set right and now you're just running your fingers, and you're not focused on your goals. When you've right. lost your train of thought, and you're just practicing again things that feel good, yeah. Walk away, walk away, walk away. Do drop not drop the instrument. Drop the instrument. Just take five. Well, 10, set it down.
0: It's a fine instrument.
1: Five, 10, 15 minutes. Yes. Shake it out. Shake it out. Clear your head, and come back with your intention reset. Right. Yeah. If you're just rambling on, playing the same that you always play. Over the same tunes and the same keys, and you're not making any progress, then just take a break. Yeah, I mean, it's not not that that has to be every time, all the time. You can certainly do things that feel good occasionally, but if you really want to make progress, you have to stay committed to staying focused.
0: Right. Yeah, and I think it's it's always like because the even more so than in practice, the the intentionality of being in a performance situation and everything that we do, kind of leading to that that you everything you do when you're performing is feeling good and sounding good and you're hearing it and you're as clear minded and present in the moment as you can be. But that's really reserved for performing. And as we talk about practicing performing for sure. But in terms of practicing, you can't be like in that performance mode for all your practice because you're going to lose the intentionality that you need. And I think that's kind of what you're saying goes under the banner of just extreme intentionality with what we're doing to the point of like, you're better off not of stepping away than to doing kind of destructive practice and by destructive just meaning it's going to lead to problems down the road yeah. known and seen and unseen kind of Well, um, just because you're just reinforcing things that you might not even want to be doing so exactly, don't do it exactly and I mean that's the and it's the whole thing like there's the kind of practice where you're gonna to have to unlearn something so it's actually destructive type of practice um the next one i'd like to do is is one that comes from the french as much that we say here because culturally the french have contributed so much to the sure, world sure 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 keep it oh natural wait go bare ass when you practice well come why do you have to be so crass <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um no this is not about nudity but this is about the physicality of your in, of your interaction with the instrument like how you physically because i'm looking over at a picture we have a life-size poster of our friend christian mcbride the, the master bassist uh, that doesn't sound the way I intended it to, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, brother, In- Mister Master, master Bassist, brother, Mister, yeah, Christian McBride, and I'm looking at his left hand technique, and I don't know a lot about bass technique, but I know a little about string playing, and even if I didn't, like I can tell you that he has the most natural hand position there, he and does. I would dare to venture that. I mean, obviously Christian McBride can just kill it sounding on the bass, but that he has very little physical problems with the instrument because he has such a natural approach to the instrument well so right next to christian
1: we have the great trumpeter sean jones also open studio artist uh, yep. and both of these guys actually look completely relaxed yes i'm sure they're both doing something that sounds incredible yeah right and they look like they could be taking a swing with a tennis racket just nice yep. and easy breezy you know what i mean they yep. just look like they're just so comfortable
0: yep so and they're, they're au natural. They are au natural. No, they have clothes on. No, they do have clothes on. But I mean, like, everything just looks natural. And it's not even like this is the only way to play the bass or whatever. But there's no tension there. And look, I'm per, I'm um, reading a lot of things into it because I've seen Christian play a lot. So it's just a, a snapshot. It's hard to see this, but I'm thinking about all the times in Sean as well. There's um, There's a naturalness that comes out in the music, in their whole attitude, but also in the way that they physically... Um, approach and hold the instrument. So we're constantly thinking when we're practicing, not when we're performing because that's when it has to come out naturally. But this is where it's going to keep it from being a problem when you perform. It's going to stave off a lot of potential physical ailments and, and different things from 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 gripping too tight and and tensing up and, and singing too high and all these different things that can cause problems but we're thinking about what is the most natural hand position what is yeah. the most relaxed That's right. where, where do i where's the intersection of strength and relaxed and and um you know, that's different for every instrument and we can't, we're not experts in everything, but for piano, right, we... Speak for yourself. Well, we sort of are. But if you have that, that intentionality of staying very <laughs> natural...
1: I say speak for yourself as the keyboards don't really work. <laughs> that's right. Well, this uh, was great, man. This is a super fun one. How yeah. to prevent problems with your playing before they happen. And really, it's just all about... It's just all about uh, being as intentional, as natural, as smart as you can uh, with your practice.
0: And then, you know, so it always, you know, maybe some of these things and I'm sure you've got your own, you can hear other ones. Take a little, a little breath, a little two minutes before you practice to think about some preventative medicine, because there's so many great things and we talk about them a lot and we're, you know, to a fault or throwing a lot of positive ideas out there. And we always want to do that. But if you take a little bit of, you know, it's just like taking, you know, some supplements some vitamins, some natural stuff there. You still want to eat right and exercise, but having making sure you got those supplements, that preventative stuff, can go a long way. Okay, I've got. We're a, not doctors.
1: I've got a great. Um, so speaking of, but I am a fan of doctors. This, this actually relates in no way. Okay. Uh, do you like ratings and
0: reviews? I love ratings and reviews. The I intentionality that's put behind them, and yeah. especially since we got out of the way yesterday. What was it the day before? Oh Our gosh. one negative review we've ever gotten. Yeah, right. For being too woke. For being if too we have woke. any mis- If we have any faults, it's that we're too woke here at the You'll Hear Podcast. I,
1: I'm going to make your day here. This okay. is from John. We got a seven-star review. And John says, today's the day. I started the binge listen to the show back in February of this crazy year, and I'm finally caught up tonight at 9.37 p.m. West Coast time. Bam. It's been a game changer in my playing and approach to practice. I really enjoyed the bantering on jazz, suggested listening repertoire, the fine nitty gritty of playing piano well, and the life advice that surrounds being a professional musician. It's been an incredible experience listening to these two talk. Oh, John, you're hitting, hitting a home run here, buddy. Yeah. It's like hitting up the same coffee Flattery shop. Flattery will get you everywhere. Oh, it really will. Would you like a T-shirt, John? <laughs> it's like hitting up the same
0: coffee Would you like shop. like an all-access pass? Yeah,
1: exactly. Would you like uh, uh, a, can, can we take you out to dinner? <laughs> it's like hitting, hitting it a up. date and a movie. <laughs> it's like hitting up the same coffee shop every day with regulars who are just a couple of cool jazz cats sharing their experience and advice. <laughs> <laughs> experience and
0: advice. Does anything better describe Oh my gosh, but effect?
1: I can't stop with this, Peter. This is too much. It's going to be on my my headstone after I die. <laughs> All from the comfort of my own home. Wait, you changed that sense. That's not what he said. All from the comfortable of my own, of my home. <laughs> oh, it's an
0: illiterate. Of yeah. course, that's why he likes us.
1: I no. feel it's exactly what I've needed in my playing lately—that social aspect that is supposed to come with jazz culture. Well, thank you, John. Uh, and oh, he's got a P.S. P.S. Peter, give me twenty push-ups. That's which right. Is even not how you say it. G- drop down and give me twenty. There you go. Yeah.
0: That's uh, great, you. man.
1: That really, honestly, uh, all
0: jokes aside, that makes our day. It does. It does. Um, yeah, we're we're just here to give a little bit of yeah. I mean, jazz culture. We you know, uh, jazz banter, jazz advice, whatever it is. We're um we're we're blessed to be in this position and have this little audience with you guys. And, Hashtag uh, blessed. We thank you guys, huh? Yeah. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed, Exactly. Um, well, there we go. Until tomorrow.